the same thing you said before, but wait a second That's after fine. I start talking so I can edit it. Hello, and welcome to Dopey, a podcast about drugs and dumb shit. I'm Dave. And I'm Chris. And here we are in New York City telling dumb drug stories. And uh, we just finished episode one, and I have to say I feel uh, pretty good about it. Um, As do I. As do I. I think maybe you're going to want to add sound effects, like laughs. Yes. Because I'm horrible at laughing. Like, I don't laugh unless it's some dumb shit or somebody hits me. Like, I mostly laugh when my daughter's mother hits me. Like, that cracks me up. But, but it's very rare that I laugh. And so, I think, and your stories are funny, and and you shouldn't feel bad that I'm not laughing because it's like <laughs> it's important. Like, and I want you to try to laugh at my story because I need laughs. So I have to figure out the technology. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think it's very easy, very easy to add, add laughs. Okay. I, I I've added laughs to songs on um on um Garage Band. Okay. All right. I mean, maybe you'll want to. Maybe you will. Maybe you don't want to. All right, laughs are forthcoming if there's no laughs in this episode. We might have to get other people in the studio, and I'm making two quotation marks with my hands when I say studio, because we're in my living room, and if we have other people, they'll laugh. Most people laugh. I don't laugh. Okay. I think my life is much sadder because I don't laugh. Your life is pretty sad in general, though. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) My life is pretty sad in general. You just laughed. No, I I, I kind (laughs) of (laughs) snickered. You know, everybody I work with fake laughs all day. Yeah. I think Dominicans have a propensity for fake laughter. <laughs> but it's believable. Well, I think that laugh is believable. Yeah. Dude, tell, tell, tell me something funny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All but right. if I do that, the devil will claim my soul. Because fake laughter is the fucking shit that the devil takes. Yeah, you're not a fake person. You're many things, but you're not a fake person. Well, I'm, a, I'm definitely fake not... Fake laughter is not suiting. I'm not a fake laugher. Okay. But I do like fake laughing. You're t- say something else that's funny. I'll, uh, I'll just say um again. Um, no, no, that's not that funny. Say something else. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. All right. Anyway, so um, and I'm going to tell a story. Um... I have so many stories. Mm. My life, um, I'm 41 years old, and I have to say that half of my life was on drugs. So I have a really a large amount of stories to tell about drugs. More than half. Half no. if you if you no. if you negate the 12 or 13 years that you you were able to resist drugs from infancy until no no no, no 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 I didn't start using drugs until I was I didn't start smoking weed until I was uh, almost 18. Really? Really? And wow. I didn't drink. I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't. I never knew I was that. a late bloomer. But you still don't drink. No, I it's never drink. It's not a thing for you. No, I have a, an allergy to alcohol. Unlike most alcoholics, I'm actually allergic to alcohol. You mean it's not the metaphorical allergy no. that William Silkworth talks no. about? No. My favorite, my favorite dumbass AA line is, I'm allergic to alcohol. When I drink, I break out in handcuffs. <laughs> That's my favorite. But no, I'm actually allergic to alcohol. If I drink, I get sick. Okay. Like, it's not enjoyable for me. However, I, I did love drugs, and um, and I used drugs for um, how long is that? Twenty two years. It's still more than half my life. Twenty three years. Wow, it's a lot of time. So I have a ton of drug stories, mm-hmm. and this story, you know, I don't know why I'm even going to tell it, but I figure we're going to tell a lot of stories, so I might as well just get this one out of the way because I just think it's fucking funny, and I know that you'll think it's funny. Um, 
I don't know the story, just for everybody I think out there. you do. I do? I think you do. Okay. I think I only tell like five stories, All and right. I think this is one of the five. <laughs> All right. And that's why we're going to need guests. Oh, we're going to... De- yeah. yeah, if you have a story, and chances are your stories are better than ours, yeah. we need you. Yes. So you're going to write us at Dopey Podcast, D-O-P-E-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com, please. And eventually we're going to have a call-in feature, which is going to be fresh. Yes. Provided um, we don't just peter out and get lazy and stop doing this, which I don't think we will. No, I think we probably will. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's definitely what's going to happen. But we can also do fake calls because I'm looking at the screen on GarageBand and there's something called telephone vocal. Let's see what happens when I click that. Uh, uh, you just stopped the it. built-in microphone cause feedback connect. But you just stopped it. Hit OK. All right. Sorry. I, that's not going to work. Don't push it again. No, it's going. Don't push anything. No, I just had to shut it off. I think it actually worked. I think something happened there. That's going to be, we're going to need an engineer, and we're going to do phony phone calls. It's going to be fucking cool. Okay. It makes me want to tell my Howard Stern story, because that's what, I'm, I just look at this this display, and I think of all the Howard Stern shtick we could do. Yeah. You got megaphone, dance, fuzz, telephone, helium. We could vote Monster Howard Stern vocal. recovery man of the year, recovery advocate of the year. We could. And but, see if he responds. Well... <laughs> That would be a prelude to the Howard Stern story. Um, but I'm going to tell the other story. And okay. if, if the other story is lame, um, I'll tell the Howard Stern story. Okay. And you'll never have to hear the other story again. But I call this story the seizure story. All right. Now, I um, am a multiple relapser, um, and I'm an intravenous drug user, and I was a crazy benzo addict. Um, I, I, I'd say it's a toss-up if I preferred heroin, benzos, or weed. I love them all mm. so much. Mm. And nothing else the way I love those three. And for me, benzos, do you remember the old uh, the Nestea commercial where you take the Nestea plunge and you fall back in a pool because you drank in Nestea and it's so relaxing, you take the Nestea plunge? No, you're 10 years older than me, so I might have missed it. Okay, well, there was this great commercial where somebody, like, they, they drink a Nestea and they fall back into this pool and that's what benzos have always been for the me. The benzo plunge. Yeah, it's like the great. You could just see and my face there relaxing. One in particular. No, 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 no. Any of them? Each Long one. Acting, short acting, didn't matter. Didn't matter. I mean, my favorite. It, no, it didn't matter. Did you I, ever take roofies? Roofies, as they say, is the ultimate benzo. Uh, not. I think I've had roofies mixed in with my heroin. Yeah. But uh, uh but I've had everything mixed in with my heroin. Yeah. Um, and I think I might have had roofies mixed in with my ecstasy, but I, I honestly really like. I was gonna make a stupid joke. I, I honestly really liked um, Xanax, but then I really loved Klonopin. Then I had a girlfriend who had is it Ativan or Adderall? Ativan. Ativan. Adderall is a stimulant. Ativan I love too, and Valium. Who can say no to a little bit of Valium from time to time? Valium's the OG benzo. Oh yeah, that's like the original. Actually, maybe Librium. Librium's the Librium, I can say no to. Yeah. Librium's the one Librium benzo. Librium They're like, Cerex, they give you in jail, even. It's like, you know. Librium is a lame benzo. But yeah. for my for my money, uh, I'm happy with Xanax, Valium, Clonopin. Anyway. Caesar story. I would take benzos like I would eat candy. Yeah. And um, I remember, I think I took pills in college, but I, I wasn't that familiar with it, and I didn't care. And, um, and I didn't realize that they could be helpful in any way. I just kind of took them like at the end of an acid trip or, or something. 
And I didn't even notice what I was taking. I remember there was this super hot girl in my college named Miley from Hawaii. And, um, oh, man, she would sell acid, and she would give out, like, handfuls of pills when she sold the acid. And her acid was, like, that super cool, like, acid that looks like it's a trip itself. Oh, like, like a like, vessel blotter all done nice? Like, the blotter is super <laughs> psychedelic, but yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Like, subtle gradations <laughs> of color, and you're like, oh, yeah, my you God. you trip and just stare at it. Yeah. But it was beautiful. And you yeah. look at that, and, like, in my day, like, I would get fucking white blotter papers, and when I saw Miley... You don't know if it is, yeah. Yeah, That, that but, was what I got. That was, that's still around. That's Every... <laughs> but I'd say acid... In terms of, I don't know, in terms of form, I love the form that drugs come in. Like, I love a nicely stamped bag of dope. I, I like a nice looking pill stamp, even. You know what I had in New York once? What? Uh, it was stamped Law and Order Criminal Intent. I thought that was very creative of them. What are some other great dope stamps? Uh, I don't know. There's been a lot. I did a lot of tar, which is just, it doesn't come in the pretty little bags, because most of my dope using was in California. Yeah, I was talk- I was t- I was at work today, and and at- I work at a restaurant, and um, some dude passed a fake hundred, mm-hmm. and um, and the owner was holding the hundred and talking to one of the managers about it, and it brought me back to when I lived in Los Angeles, and I would get fake money. My friend worked in movies, mm-hmm. and um, he came with these fake fifties, and they looked horrible. <laughs> they looked so shitty, but I would be broke, and I would drive down to downtown Los Angeles. And some Mexican would come up to me in the street and he'd be like, Chiva, Chiva. And I'd be like, yes. Yeah. And I'd be like, give me a paquete, please. <laughs> and, uh, and I'd give him the fake 50. He'd take this nasty fucking, fucking balloon out right. of his mouth with, with I guess, 12, yeah. 12 little balloons. I would take it and I would put it in my mouth. Yep, right away. How disgusting is that? And I'd feel his spit on the balloon. And I taste whatever he had eaten. Yeah. And like, I have to say, I'm 41. I've never contracted a, well, no, I think I might have had gonorrhea once. But I, I besides, that, that was in college. That was not drugs. But I'm surprised that through all the online dating and all the Mexican saliva, that I never contacted any kind of... No hep C, nothing like that? No, no. Me neither. No. It's amazing. Anyway, so I would take benzos forever. The first time I remember, this is killing my seizure story, but I'm, yeah. I'm just talking. We're just having a good time. Um, it's I rem- like Family Guy here, just going to different things, zooming in, zooming out. Okay. Yeah. Is that good? I guess. I, I mean, know. Family Guy's kind of lost its luster. I don't even know. I don't like yeah. Family Guy, so maybe that's not good at all. All right. I, I want to I talk about the beginning of the benzos, but I mean, my story is so short, I'm just trying to give a little build up. Yeah. I, I remember the first time, I, I really remember benzos is I had, I had a heroin dealer living in my apartment, um, and I would just take dope for the rent. And um, his name was Tony Baloney. <laughs> and when he was up, he, he called and he answered the phone and he went to meet him. But when he was down, the call would go straight to, hello, you've reached Tony Baloney. I'm not here right now. And I would just get so pissed whenever I heard that fucking message. Anyway, this old dude came to my house to buy dope off Tony Baloney. And the old dude was like a little gnome, an old Jewish guy with a big beard, and he was tiny and decrepit and very interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had all these pills and all these benzos, and, and I was like, wow, that's a lot of pills. Mm-hmm. He was like, that's right. Yeah. And then he was looking around Wait, my... I'm not listening. This is, this is not Tony. This is... this is the guy called The Professor. Okay, all right. And um, 
and you saw I had a bag of camera cameras, old uh, DSLR or not DSLR SLR cameras, old metal body cameras that my cousin gave me, and uh, the old man looked at it. He goes, "Those are some nice looking cameras," and I said, "Give me all your pills, and you can have all the cameras." <laughs> so he gave me like a hundred and fifty pills. Yeah. And I gave him the cameras my cousin gave me, and that started my, my benzo dependency. Oh, that's good. And, and through the years, I, I would take fucking benzos by the bundle. Like, I would just, I would take them, I would just take them all day. I, I would take 20 pills in a day, I, I, or clonopins, or, or like, I would literally take 13, I'd take 26 milligrams of Xanax in a day. Were you just living in a haze? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had a job. I was a television producer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, did you lose that job? Yes. Okay. Yes, I lost, yes, I lost that job. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I so I became so addicted to benzos that when I stopped, I would have seizures, mm -hmm. and I would have bad seizures, and I'd have them in all sorts of crazy places. I had a seizure on a plane uh, before it took off. And, um, and, and, and the flight attendant is, is shaking me, and she goes, sir, you're having a seizure. And I said, no, I'm just sleeping. <laughs> she'd say, you didn't want to miss the flight. No. And the next thing I know, I was on a stretcher being wheeled off the plane. Oh, my God. And then one time, I, I was in rehab, and I'm sitting on a picnic bench uh, playing guitar. The next thing I know, I fell off the picnic bench on cobblestones. I'm in an ambulance. They said, sir, you had a seizure. I said, no, I just fell asleep. I just would, I would seize everywhere. I once was in the top of my loft bed, fell out of the loft bed onto my coffee table, onto a glass bong. The bong shatters. Uh, I'm out. I fucking bit my tongue. My tongue is bleeding and calloused. I was living with this woman. The cops come. Um, I'm out. Uh, According to my ex-girlfriend, I reach for the cop's gun. I'm holding the door frame so they can't take me out of my apartment. I wake up on the floor of St. Vincent's, ironically the same hospital where my daughter was born years later. And, uh, and there's a Jamaican woman going, you're too old to be acting like that. Which is not a great Jamaican impression. But um, I would seize everywhere and, and over the years. Um, and then I had a period where I didn't seize so much. Things changed and... Oh, and I had a seizure doing community service in Los Angeles. I woke up. I just would wake up in ambulances. Was it court-ordered community yes, service? Yes, it was court-ordered. Have you ever done any non-court-ordered community service? Maybe, but I would say probably not. <laughs> anyway, which leads us to this seizure story. I was, um, my daughter's mother had left me for obvious reasons, <laughs> and my daughter was gone also for obvious reasons, and I was in the apartment that we shared, with this idiot drug addict friend of mine, and we were doing dope, heroin, and he was such a pussy, like, he wouldn't shoot dope, and, like, one time in California, we were together, and uh, I was like, you're such a pussy, you should shoot the dope, and he's like, you shoot it, I don't want to do it, and I went to shoot him up, and he fainted, and this is the kind of guy, before, yeah, before I ever hit his thing. And, uh, and this is the kind of guy he is. With fight or flight, my man faints every time. So, um, so we're in my apartment, and he's snorting dope off a CD case, mm -hmm. and I'm shooting dope, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm high. And I'm, like, and, and I'm like the only junkie that gains weight when I do heroin. I just eat. No, I do too. I, just I gain weight when I'm shooting coke. That's crazy. I don't eat, I don't eat but when I stop, when it wears off, I just start putting things in my body. Whatever, you know, 12-inch Subway subs, just powering down them. 
But continue your story. No, but when I would get high on heroin, I would eat cakes. Yeah. I would eat... I would eat oh, I would, while you were actually high. Yeah, yeah. I would eat... Um, I would like to eat cereal, and then I would put little bits of cookie into the cereal. And then I was like, why am I using cereal at all? <laughs> so I would just break up cookies into a bowl and pour milk and oh. eat cookies as cereal. But that's a whole other story. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're in my, my apartment, and we're high on heroin, and I'm starving. Let's order Mexican food. And he's like, yeah, it's a good idea, whatever, whatever. So we order the Mexican food, and we're getting high. And, and I had been taking benzos, but I didn't have any. Um, and the next thing, you know, I seize. And I fall out. In, and I had an office in this apartment. I fall out in my office. And, uh, and my friend freaks out and gets terrified. Yeah. Starts running around the house like a chicken with his head cut off because he doesn't know what's happening to me. Maybe he's slapping me. He probably thought I overdosed, but it wasn't like right after yeah. I shot up. He was just scared. I would have just probably shot some coke. You know, I would have fixed you while you were laying there. But there was no coke. Oh, okay. My friend had this thing. If he did coke, he would get such a psychosis in his head, he would think he, he peed his pants. Yeah. So he stopped yeah. doing coke because it was so embarrassing that he always would think he peed but his he pants. But he didn't pee his pants. No, no. Okay. It was just cocaine. It was weird. It's very particular cocaine. All right, so you fall out. You're down. I'm down. Yeah. And, and my man is running around the apartment, and I'm out cold, yeah. or I'm seizing, or whatever the yeah. case may be, because I don't know what it really looks like. When yeah. someone's... Have you ever been around somebody that's seizing? I've seen. I've had alcoholic seizures. But have you seen anybody? Have you been with somebody yes. else? And what does it look like? Uh, they're just kind of shaking and um, they fall down. and It's a little scary. It depends on the person. Some people are more scary than others. But I've seen many seizures. Do they ever just pass out? Um, usually I've seen them shake a little bit. I've seen them all shake a little bit. You know? Because I wonder, every time I had a seizure and somebody would tell me, I would always say, no, I just fell asleep. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It, to me, it always would feel like I was passing out a yeah. seizure. Yeah. But but and only that one time did I bite my tongue so badly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so you fall out. So I fall out. Around. My friend is running around the apartment. And, and since I'm out, I only know this. I only put this together afterwards when he told me what happened. Mm. There's a knock at the door. And my friend, his name is Todd. Todd goes to answer the door. And it's the Mexican guy. The food. Yeah. But Todd, I don't know, in the moment of opening the door, he freaks out and he faints. <laughs> so he opens the door and faints. He so there's faints. two people off the ground. I wake up at this moment and I'm in the apartment and I don't even know what had happened. I, I'm, I'm coming to from a seizure. I'm like picking myself up off the floor and I'm walking into the, into the main room of the house, which is actually the kitchen where the front door was off of it. It was a weird railroad apartment in Astoria. Mm -hmm. And I see Todd lying in the doorway, out, just mm -hmm. passed out in the doorway. The door's open, and there's a Mexican guy standing above him. Does he speak English? I don't know. Yeah. I'm scared. Okay. I'm like, so what did this man do to Todd? So I said, what happened? So and, then, and then I look at him. And I'm scared. I'm thinking it's like a home invasion. Yeah. I'm thinking something horrible happened. But then I look at the guy. He's wearing a little white restaurant suit. Yeah. He's holding a plastic yeah. bag. I'm like, oh, yeah. We ordered Mexican food. <laughs> so, um, so I pay I pay the delivery guy. And he goes. And then I start slapping the shit out of Todd. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, oh, I must have fainted. I'm like, that's the fucking funniest thing I ever heard. Yeah, so it's a good story, man. It's a decent story. It's a story. really good one. Yeah. I haven't heard that. I it's never funny, heard that. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a funny story. I was going to put it in my TV show, but then my TV show didn't get picked up. Mm, yeah.
Anyway, that's the seizure story. Yeah. You like this story? I liked it. Well, anyway, I hope you guys liked it. And um, I hope, um, I wonder what you guys think of Dopey. Yeah. The uh, drug and dumb shit podcast. Yeah. But you can tell us what you think of it by writing um, dopeypodcast at gmail.com. D-O-P-E-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Now, this is only 20 minutes and 27 seconds. No, that's good. Though Mine was like 23 minutes, so... Wasn't it longer? No, it wasn't. I think we had 30. No, there's just... No, it's a sweet spot. I think we got a good amount of time here, and um, we both have plenty more stories. I think we can do, between the two of us, at least two or three more, and then we can start bringing people on. But we'll bring people as soon as people start fucking writing. Yes. So get writing, and... um, Love guests. We love influential guests. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really nice if Edward Norton perhaps wanted to tell a story about Courtney Love shooting him up or mm. something. Is that a thing that happened? No, I'm, oh. just, I'm just making it up. <laughs> um, but they were a big couple. Okay. Did you see this movie um, uh, on Netflix about um, the conspiracy Courtney Love having Kurt Cobain killed? No. I really highly recommend it. It's a great, it's a great uh, uh, what you call it. What's that stuff? Propaganda yeah. sort of film. Anyway, again, check us at uh, dopeypodcast at gmail.com. And I'm assuming we're going to buy a website, www.dopey.com, but that's probably taken. Yeah, but dopeypodcast.com is probably not. We're gonna, so look for us soon yeah. enough, and thank you for listening. Chris, would you like to say goodbye? No, that's it. Thank you for listening. It's uh, Chris and Dave signing out. Control the situations by the rules inside your dress, but I gotta go, guys.